Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with David Bird. He's a principal with PwC's advisory practice. David, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tom. Good to be here. The topic I want to talk with you about is the President's Executive Order on Cybersecurity and really its impact on private sector organizations. Just as an overview and sort of a broad statement, what is the implication for the private sector? Well, there, there really are three implications, and this is based on the way that the executive order itself was written. I mean, number one, there's the potential for information sharing from the public sector to the private sector, potentially vice versa. Uh, number two, there's a component part to, to discuss uh, and, and to have some debate around what exactly constitutes critical infrastructure. And number three uh, is some discussion around helping to shape a framework that would be used uh, to uh, layer on top of those uh, entities or organizations that are, in fact, determined to be critical infrastructure to help those organizations uh, better improve their, their security apparatus and their, uh, and their footprint. David, this whole notion of public and private collaboration has been a bit of a stickling, sticking point in terms of legislation that has stalled. What, has, what do you see as the, the roadblock here, and how are we going to get over that? Well, I think the roadblock is uh, on, the, on the federal side that information, quite a bit of information, is collected for the sake of national security. And so uh, I think our, our government is making a decision about uh, you know, trying to understand the implications of releasing that information and then potentially uh, understanding the, the, the implications from a national security perspective. Um, however, I think we've reached a tipping point here. We've passed a tipping point where, uh, where our, our government understands the criticality of taking uh, quite a bit of important threat information and very quickly sharing it out to the public sector. Now, this is not a new model. This is something that has been in place, for example, in the defense industrial base for quite some time. It wasn't easy to establish it for the, for the DIB, but nonetheless it's there, and it's, and it's a process uh, that works. And so uh, we now have, have reached a, a phase where uh, we're going to have to figure out a way to enable uh, something which is, in essence, an immune system, a uh, cyber immune system, to help uh, our commercial industries or those that, at a minimum, are determined to be critical infrastructure, to have much more rapid access around threat information to be able to enable uh, our economy to be able to respond and to reduce the threats. So it's, 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 it's challenging. It's something that's new. And I think whenever uh, you know, uh, our clients uh, are evaluating the impact of, of something that looks like and feels like it may have a, uh, a regulatory overtone, uh, there, there's an element of, uh, of concern and, and care. And, and that's, I think, what we're going to experience over the coming months as this executive order is debated, discussed, uh, and as the dialogue uh, progresses. Now, this creates some opportunities for organizations, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, I think there, there's, there's absolutely an opportunity here to help uh, shape the way that the order may manifest in two, two principal ways. One is the definition or description of which industries or which sectors are, are in fact, considered to be uh, critical infrastructure. And the second and important component part, of course, is, is, is helping to shape the dialogue and, the, and, again, the framework that is used to govern 
uh, security programs. And so, you know, I think there is an opportunity here to be uh, to, to to shape this dialogue and to 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 be an active participant in this process. Um, the downside is a lack of participation may mean, um, on the other end, it may mean that um, whatever framework is in fact decided upon or whatever definition is decided upon uh, is really after the fact. Um, and, uh, and so there, there, there's, there's an opportunity for our clients to be active participants in this security process, in the security ecosystem, because we are all connected in some way. And uh, and so I think this is this is, this is a very important time. A couple of follow-up questions for you. One, you talked about the industries that could be uh, considered critical infrastructure. What changes do you think we see in terms of the industries that we look at traditionally as critical infrastructure? What might be added to that list? You know, I'm I'm not I'm not sure which industries will be added. But what I do know is the way that the 18 sectors that were identified were in fact identified, and they were identified because they were evaluated as potential terrorist targets. Uh, so there were safety and security concerns from a terrorism perspective. That may not be the right way to define the industries that are, in fact, uh, critical to our economy from, an, from, an, from a uh, security per- perspective or an economic security perspective. Uh, and so I think that this is going to be a very, very important part to look at the, 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 the differential that is determined when one examines industries that are in fact, uh, absolutely uh, a, a target of, of various terrorist attacks to those that are uh, essential to the, to, the, to the safety and the welfare of our citizens and to our economy. Um, so I don't know the answer, uh, but I'm looking forward to watching the, uh, the debate and the definition evolve. Another definition I want to ask you about information sharing. Quite often we find that information sharing means I'd like you to share everything. And by the way, I'm not going to share anything. What's it going to mean in this context, and what's the private sector going to have to step up to do? Well, I think that you know any additional uh, information related to threats uh, is very important. I mean, if we step back and look at the fundamentals of the risk equation, uh, which is which I think is at the at the essence of security, risk is the is the is the sum of the threat multiplied by vulnerability multiplied by by the asset value divided by by controls and countermeasures. Now, historically, the security industry has focused heavily on vulnerabilities and vulnerability management. And what's so important, I think, about the component parts of this dialogue and this discussion is that now we're shifting to focus on understanding what the threats are. And what's, what's also important about this is that the threats are dynamic, and the threats change very rapidly. They evolve. So what we want our clients to begin to think about is taking advantage of any kind of threat information and any kind of threat feed evaluate that in the context of a risk equation that, that hopefully, ultimately, considers the value of an asset, not only its value today, but its future value into perpetuity. And when one looks at those component parts, what's, what's very important about that threat component being, again, you know, heavily emphasized in that equation is that what it may mean is that our, our clients recognize that there are enterprise risks that were heretofore unidentified which I think for the security industry is quite important because what it may mean is senior executives may be far more willing to, to allocate more resources or shift the allocation of resources to better protect assets which are of great value into the future. So I think that this, you know, where this comes back is this executive order and the debate and the dialogue related to the order are increasing awareness to the seriousness of these issues. And at a minimum, we want our clients 
to be aware of this and to be engaged in this process in, in some manner. David, a final question for you. You said a few minutes ago that there was an opportunity here for private sector organizations to shape the dialogue. How can they do that? They can do that by, by being part of the dialogue, by showing up, rendering opinions, having a perspective, being very specific, and really helping the fabric uh, of our nation to react to that specific feedback, evaluate that feedback, and then ultimately it will wind up it's going to get it's going to shape the definition of the critical infrastructure and also the framework that will be applied at some point in time to those critical infrastructure industries. David, thanks for sharing your perspective today. Thank you, Tom. Been talking about the president's executive order on cybersecurity. I've been talking with David Bird, principal with PwC's advisory service for Information Security Media Group. I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.